This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Some leather-lunged New Yorker. He's cheering for the Panthers, but he's behind me. And he was making all these jokes. He's like, yeah, the Panthers are losing by a hair. I heard these Florida fans are rabid, but this is ridiculous. Anyways, and then security came down. Right from from everybody, because the rabbit's not hurting anybody. I was kind of hoping the rabbit would crap all over the kids. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. How about this? As we get ready for a football Friday, here's the bell. We're in one already. We're in one already. Here on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio Podcast and YouTube Live. Uh, I'm here in the South Florida studio. Let's bring in Darren Moose Dupont. Uh, Moose, our poll questions got people talking already. And we're actually, I was going to get to it right out of the gate in a second. I hope you're ready to go. We're not going to waste a lot of time with pleasantries here right now. The Panthers whipped your Leafs ass last night, and we will get to that. I was there, had a front row seat. Uh, but it's a football Friday, and coming up on the program today, Jim Barker from the CFL on TSN, five-time Grey Cup champion, Leo Ezrens. Being honored as uh, one of the co-men of the year by the CFL Alumni Association. And speaking of CFL alumni, everybody's excited for the big-name guest, Ricky Williams. Miami Dolphins, great. He is the third all-time leading rusher in college football history. Moose, I looked that up today, and I don't know. I could, he's coming on to lead off hour two. One hour from now, Ricky Williams will be live on this show. I could sit here and read you his Wikipedia, but it's literally longer than that. Okay, Ricky Williams. Um, I got a lot to say to Ricky Williams. I've been waiting a long time to interview Ricky Williams. And I've got NFL people. I got CFL people. I got NHL people blowing up my phone. They're like, you got the biggest stars. Ricky Williams. Yeah, buddy. I'm pumped. Can you tell? Can you tell? <laughs> so, yeah. You are. Um, so the yeah, and here when I said we're in one already, it's yeah. because the poll question uh, you came up with it, Moose. It was uh, who is the most notable NFLer to come to the CFL? And the poll every day because it's a football Friday, we had to jump in with a football question. It's brought to you by Key Auto Group. At the Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence, knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed about your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. I'm going to try and not allow our viewers to annoy me and get me off track. Uh, it's not a promise. I just said I'm going to try, Moose, um, because for instance, the options are Doug Flutie. Ocho Cinco. What else did we say, Clark? 
Ricky Williams, obviously, because he's coming on, and Johnny Manziel. And so Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, whom I love like family is the best, he writes in and says, poll question, is NFL to CFL only, not CFL to NFL? Yes. To quote Mike Kelly, what don't we understand about that? They came from the NFL to the CFL. And we got Cole here in North Dakota writing in, and he says, Doug Flutie came from the NFL to the CFL back to the NFL. Yes, what don't we understand about that? And I kind of felt like, um, well, I, I'm a fan of Ricky Williams, but when he was going through all his stuff 20 years ago, he was, I felt, somewhat unfairly maligned by the National Football League. The CFL, as we always do, opened our arms to him and said, come on in, Ricky. So obviously we're going to talk to him about that. Ricky Williams, I love him. And as life goes on, I understand him a hell of a lot more, but I don't feel like we misworded the poll, Moose, do you? No, <clears throat> not at all. It's an interesting poll, and it's got me, like, racking my brain. you got to remember, Chad Ochocinco is, like, my favorite football player of all time. Yeah. I grew up watching him. I love Ocho when he was with the Bengals. Um, so he was great, but he was at the end of his career, winding down. Ricky Williams is a little different. I think it's between Manziel and Ricky Williams. Um, you know, all, no, everything around Johnny. It is. It's I, maybe. But I, like, Sorry, I no really more phone calls, Doug folks. was. I didn't know who Doug Flutie was until yeah. he was in the CFL. A little different than Johnny Manziel for that's me. That's your problem, not, Williams, not his right? problem. That's, no, that's but I'm not just saying. his problem. That's your problem. Yeah, well, right, you, you can vote for I whoever vote. you want. Yeah. Sure, but the answer is Doug Flutie. And that's just out of respect. I've been around Doug. I've interviewed Doug. I almost feel dirty, including him with... Guys that are of as big a checkered past as the others in this poll. And I'm not trying to be rude or argue with you, but the answer's Doug Flutie. So what did I say, Moose? We're in one already before we even got to the show topics. And Kevin the Medium is writing us from the tarmac of the Calgary airport. Kevin the Medium, he writes that it says, Good morning, RP peeps. Happy Football Friday. Sitting at YYC, heading to Vancouver to take in the Stamps BC game. Going to be an awesome game. Kevin has said the only reason he was invited to sit in the Lions alumni suite tonight is because of his role with the RP show. So thank you, Kevin. Enjoy. Thank you, Arlen Bruce, for making it happen. And yeah, it's just awesome, man. It's an awesome Friday, and I'm sure Leaf fans want to forget Thursday. So can you hit the quick six show topics, please? And uh, ba 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 the horn hit the horn. Thank you. Uh, we'll quickly run through baseball. Cattell Marte capped a three-hit afternoon with a walk-off single in the ninth inning, and the Arizona Diamondbacks rallied to beat the Philadelphia Phillies 2-1 in the National League Championship Series on Thursday. The Diamondbacks are now behind the Phils 2-1 in the best of seven, and Jose Abreu hit a three-run homer right after Jordan Alvarez's tie-breaking sack fly. And the Houston Astros pulled even in the American League Championship Series with a 10-3 Game 4 victory over the Texas Rangers. Both series resumed today. We're going to quickly jump on the hockey, and then we're not going to talk about it again today because it's a football Friday. Here in Sunrise, Florida, Kevin Stenland and Oliver ekman Larson got their first Florida goals, and the Panthers won their home opener by topping the Toronto Maple Leafs 3-1 in a playoff rematch. I called the final score and the winner from our Twitter account, Cats and Bolts Podcast. Please let me know what I've won. Elsewhere, Adam Ruzica 
scored the go-ahead goal on a bad angle shot, 435 into the third period. And the Calgary Flames never trailed in a 4-3 win over the Buffalo Sabres. The Flames were at Columbus tonight. Cam Atkinson scored twice, and Sean Walker added his first goal with Philadelphia as the Flyers walked on the orders 4-1. Nikita Kucherov scored twice, and the Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Vancouver Canucks 4-3 to snap a three-game slide. And in Winnipeg, Jack Eichel scored the go-ahead goal with 436 to go, and the Stanley Cup champion Vegas Golden Knights beat the Winnipeg Jets 5-3 for their fifth straight victory to open the season. So I'm not going to sit here and talk about the woes of the orders, the woes of the Jets, or even how great the Florida Panthers are, but I got time for how soft the Leafs were last night. I do. Did you watch it? You must have watched it. I was back and forth. I actually flipped around. What had more, most of my interest last night, to be honest, was the uh, Jets and Golden Knights. That had most of my interest, and it lived up to it. I thought it was a great game last night. Uh, came down to the third period, and that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I mean, you go to the Toronto-Florida game, and, you know, Toronto does their thing, but just clearly not ready to play. And um, now Bob is just loves playing the Toronto Maple Leafs. If he could play the Leafs every night, he'd win the Vesna every year. Um, was Bob again, and, you know, Florida won their home opener. I think that's big for them too, right? Um, of course, they were up for that game playing at home and uh, uh, didn't end up being the, the marquee, you know, hotly contested game that we kind of thought it was going to be going in. Not for you, but for us it was. And there's so much going on. I mean, I got to be honest, I'm so bloody happy at this point in my life. You have no idea. I hope that it shows, and people tell me that it does show. The Panthers just treat me so well. And I'm running around trying to get everything done before the game and go to my Instagram story, the show's Instagram story, just type in Rod Peterson, you'll see where I was. And down on the ice beside Austin Matthews and Bob and up in the press box you know, with Bill Lindsay's dad. I'm all over the place and I was, somehow I missed the banner raising ceremony. Unless they just decided not to do one, maybe it's because they lost the Stanley Cup, but they still won the Eastern Conference. The banner's up there. I'm like, did I miss it? Maybe I did. But I'll say this, Darren, about the Leafs. I say this somewhat, somewhat tongue-in-cheek, but there's also true. Um, I was talking to the Panthers people before the game, and they simply said, if we don't give them any power plays in the first period we th- and just be physical on them, we think we've got a chance to win this game. Don't let that skill have the opportunity in offense to get wound up. Don't give them zone. Don't get unforced errors. You know what I mean? Just stay out of the yeah. penalty box in the first period. We think we can weather the storm. And that's exactly what they did. And then they crumpled up William Nylander on the end boards. Did you see that play? Where he got boarded? Nobody, nobody did anything about it. So why did you go get Ryan Reeves and Tyler Bertuzzi and Max Domi and a bunch of other meatheads? That's what you're there for, guys. So do you want to answer for the Toronto Maple Leafs, Darren? I don't see anybody else in the room, so I guess you're going to have to. That's the story. That's been the story all year. Slow starts. Has it? Right. Yeah, when you don't get out to a good start and control the... No, no, know, no, I don't mean the, the start. Period. I mean failing and to answer for Nylander getting, no, but, crumpled, getting folded up like a cheap suit. No, but then that, that leads to that, right? It dictates the way you play the game. When you don't have any push at the beginning, then you don't have any push back later, and then things like that happen, and you don't have the response. By the time you get into the second period, it's too late. You're out of it. You haven't started the game on time. You know, coaches talk about starting the game on time all the time. So... Until you see better starts, you're not going to see better second and third periods. You're not going to see better responses when, you know, things like that happen. It's that pushback. 
and they, for whatever reason, don't have it. Thank you. And that was a Rick bonus term from last year, pushback. We've all heard it forever, but he made it famous. That's really all I have to say about hockey. Thank you for your explanation. Our hockey coverage is brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company in Calgary, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. I'll suggest this show's going swimmingly so far. There's only one place to go, and that's down. We're on track here. Point three, Travis Etienne ran for two touchdowns in helping lead the Jacksonville Jaguars to a 31-24 victory over the New Orleans Saints on Thursday night. Jags quarterback Trevor Lawrence returned from a sprained knee that forced him out of the final minutes of a victory over Indy last Sunday. He led Jacksonville in rushing with 59 yards and threw for 204 and a touchdown to help the Jags win their fourth straight. Um, playing possum a little, do you think, on the Trevor Lawrence thing? And even signing Nathan Rourke to the active, or activating Nathan Rourke or what? What do you think about, it seemed like a whole lot of possum playing to me. If Trevor Lawrence is going to go out and lead your team in rushing, you didn't even know if he's going to play? I smell a rat. Yeah, this had my attention last night. This is where most of my focus was, was the football game. And to be honest, they were right up until, you know, an hour before game time, being cautious with Trevor Lawrence. Is he going to play? Is he not going to play? And it looked like there was no effects of a knee injury, the way he was moving around last night. Um, you know, Jacksonville's a, a good football team. I think it was just an overly cautious thing with him. Um, I'm sure there's something there, but it didn't look like it last night. He played well, and they ended up hanging on at the end, which um, you know, was a little closer than they wanted, but good game from Jacksonville going to mention this but we'll spend far more time on it later the bc lions host the calgary stampeders with sights set on putting the pressure on winnipeg in their battle for top spot in the cfl west that's the friday night football game in the cfl a bc loss or a winnipeg victory in either of its remaining two games will give the blue bombers top spot bc plans to have star quarterback vernon adams back for tonight's contest i got it sent to me today the argos roster from a rider person uh, not a team person, but like a rider fan, quasi-staff person going, uh-oh, the Argos are coming for bear. They got their full lineup. And I'm like, hello, boys. It's pro football. Nobody said it was even ever going to be easy. So the Argos are coming to Regina to win on Saturday. That's what Dinwiddie said after their last game. Did the riders think that the Argos... Did they actually think that the Argos were going to lay down and let him win this game. Is that what they thought, Darren? I mean, yeah, I guess. You know, I thought maybe they were going to get the Winnipeg treatment and leave Chad Kelly at home. But they're trying to be the best team, Argos team ever, and they're trying to put their stamp on history. And this is their last, you know, one of their last opportunities to get on the field. Um, no, they're not going to lay down. They're going to try and roll in, playing well. Um, and it's going to be really tough for Saskatchewan. There's no free spaces on the bingo card. <laughs> Put your big boy pants on, boys. It's going to be a slobber knocker at Mosaic on Saturday. And sorry to tell you, but the Argos are favored by 10. Scruffy's latest column on rodpeterson.com, Darren, was posted uh, last night when I got home from the Panthers game. But he, he thinks the Riders are going to be in the playoffs. Everybody there seems to think they're going to be in the playoffs. And just the way things are going, it looks like they won't. What the hell's going to happen then? 
I know. So more CFL talk later. Uh, the poll question again for Key Auto Group. And I apologize for pulling old man rank on you there, but who's the most notable <laughs> NFLer to come to the CFL? 76% saying Doug Flutie. 18% saying Ocho Cinco. 6% saying Ricky Williams. And 0% saying Johnny Manziel. And for the old timers watching, I was doing sideline reporting. You heard this in the morning meeting. 1991 or two Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I'm on the visitor sidelines on CKRM radio. And Dexter Manley won a Super Bowl with the Redskins, Deed Lyman, and got into a little trouble. Found his way to the CFL. And uh, he was, Jim Daly was the defensive coordinator for Ottawa. They're playing so man, ba 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 ba, so man, over the Taylor Field speakers. And Dexter Manley's got his helmet on backwards and he's moonwalking down the sidelines to the east side stands, <laughs> waving to the crowd. Ottawa Rough Riders only got 11 guys on the field. Jim Daly's right snot running down his face like he always headset sideways. Where's Manley? So man, he's <laughs> moonwalking. <laughs> Maybe that's why. He's a, but Dexter Manley didn't make our poll. But it's a long list of notable NFLers that came to the CFL. And Doug Flutie will win this poll. But it's a colorful, colorful bunch. Moose, we'll see you in hour two. And when you do return, we'll be playing uh, NFL dealer no deal. So brush up. Sounds good. Jim Barker from the CFL on TSN, five-time Great Cup champion, coach, and executive, joins us next. We are live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Okay, guys, RP here, and I'm proud to be teaming up again with Manscaped this fall, the worldwide leader in below-the-waist grooming. Look, sponsors want people pushing their products who actually use them, and I'm that guy. I've been using the lawnmower for years. Not just your typical clipper. Its contoured design and no clunky cords eliminate all the hassle when you're doing your own manscaping in the bathroom. And please tell me you do that. But then for guys my age, you're going to want to add the Weed Whacker 2.0 to your shed. It's for ears, nose, and anywhere else that hair grows where you don't want it. Let's face it, we don't want to admit it. But it's a fact, just one hair out of place, in the wrong place, can be the end of it. So here's what you do. Go to manscaped.com right now and use the promo code THERPSHOW. All one word. It's live right now. If you tried to buy these products separately, you'd be paying hundreds of dollars, but you'll pay a fraction with the promo code THERPSHOW and get them all in one package. The promo code THERPSHOW gets you 20% off your order and free shipping. Care about yourself, for God's sakes. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code THERPSHOW. You can thank me later. 
Our CFL coverage is brought to you in part by Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beer. Check them out at SoberCarpenter.com and find a vendor near you here in South Florida. They're available to Total Wine and Spirits, Kensington Beer Market in Calgary, and all Calgary co-ops as well, and Lakeview Fine Foods in Regina. Well, it's always fun on a football Friday chatting with this guy, CFL on TSN's Jim Barker. I I kind of don't know where to start because I got a lot of questions. But, Jim, you're sharing the billing today with Ricky Williams. He's coming live in hour two. When I say that name, what do you think? I think the University of Texas and a guy that just couldn't wouldn't get tackled at Mike Ditka trading the entire team for him. Uh, again, I never got a chance to know him when he was here. Uh, he was with Yargos at a time I wasn't. And, uh, um, but heard heard good things about him and his attitude when he was up here and and that type of thing. So uh, I think he's in coaching now, and and that is really exciting. So you know, again, I don't I don't know much else, but I'm excited to be able to well, share the platform. Yeah, everybody seems to have an opinion on Ricky, good, bad, and indifferent. I kind of just wondered what yours was. So to uh, to Friday night football, which you'll be all prepared for here. The Calgary Stampeders at the BC Lions. It's a playoff game, basically, at BC Place tonight. What are your thoughts going in? Again, I, I've been going through this game trying to figure out how Calgary has a chance to win. I, I think that for BC, this is this is their kind of uh, rehearsal for their for the semifinal game. Uh, should should they not get into the you know to be able to have Winnipeg lose, um, but. Again, Calgary is just they're they're such a an enigma this year. You know, they've gone through so many their defense has has really really gotten bad and they've always been good on defense. And you know, Micah always having a great year at Mike, but you know, they, they had Jameer Thurman there and they had Singleton before him. And uh, I'm just not sure he's that that caliber of guy. Uh their defensive front has had trouble. I just don't see how BC loses this game. I think this is a huge game for them. They put the pressure on Winnipeg then, and, uh, you know, Winnipeg plays tomorrow against Edmonton, and uh, I just don't see them at home. I don't see how Calgary has a chance. I just, uh, offensively, their Tommy Lee Lewis left this week, so they're one another one of their big playmakers uh, is gone. Um, they've lost guys just, Markeith Ambles earlier, they lost him, another receiver, and Begleton comes back. But uh, Jake Mayer has just struggled. And uh, like I say, it was a, a nice win for them last week. But I just, I, I have trouble seeing how they're going to do it in BC Place uh, again, you know, against a team that I just think is better athletically and uh, they're faster on defense. They've got playmakers all over, probably the best receiving core in the league. Um, so, yeah. you know, I think it's a tough, tough chore for them. Sure. And yet anything can happen. That's why we watch. That's why they play the games. I'm just going to pass along some hellos. Allie in Texas says, happy Friday, Jim. She's a big fan. <laughs> Ryan in uh, Saratoga, New York says time for coach Barker to cook. Um, I was mentioning, maybe you saw it before the break. The Argos have announced their roster. They're not resting anybody for Saturday's game at Sask. And I kind of thought, did the, did the riders or their fans actually think they would? Didn't what he said? They're coming there to win. What do you expect on Saturday? You know, I think 
I think the game last week when Dukes came in for a play and then Chad Kelly came back, and you watched what happened to that team. The, the defense, they went down and scored a touchdown that, that drive, and then the defense forced two turnovers their next two possessions. They just play at a different level, you know, when they're when Chad Kelly's in the game and when I, I, I believe that the winning 16 games is important to that entire football team. Uh, you, it, it's not often in your professional career you get a chance to do something that only one other team in the history of this unbelievable league has done, uh, that Edmonton team that went 16-2. and two. I think there's something about that, too, that not only drives the the players and should that be the motive no it shouldn't playing great at the end of the year is what you're trying to do and staying healthy that's what you're trying to do and it's a tough balance i i actually talked to ryan a bit about it this week and uh ryan dinwiddie and he said it's a tough balance you know trying to make sure we're healthy as we can possibly be and still you know that 16 wins doesn't come along very often so uh, again, it's it's one of those things that I guarantee you that football team is very focused, and you can hear it in the quotes their players make. Uh, they don't want to go there and and not win the game. And I think the game against Ottawa the other night, they're behind 24-23, and Cameron Dukes comes in, and you just I got this feeling like wow, they 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 could lose this one, and. Uh, sure enough, they put Chad back in the next play, and the rest is history. So uh, it's it's really an interesting phenomenon to see to watch what happens and uh, and that kind of thing. But Saskatchewan is uh, again; they got so many problems of their own. The last thing they need to worry about is who the Argos are going to play, because if they can't sure. figure their own situation out, um, there it's going to be a very short-lived playoff if they get there, which I think they have a great chance because. Like I said, I don't see how Calgary beats BC, and then they have Winnipeg next week, and Winnipeg is going to have the bye. So, are they going to rest everybody for the whole game, or are they going to want to play guys a little bit? I, you know, I, I think that's that's kind of an interesting thing. I think you might see Winnipeg rest some people against Edmonton tonight, um, and then play them a little bit more next week. So, I think Calgary's in tough to win a game. And they have to win a game or Saskatchewan's going to back into it. Yeah. Off of seven. The odds seven. are. Yeah. The odds are that Sask will make the playoffs. But again, you never know. Um, you saw us, I think, talking about who's the most notable NFL to come to the CFL. We came up with four names, but there are many. Robert in Las Vegas writes and he says, RP, have you forgotten the Mark Gastineau, Bridget Nielsen circus when it came to BC in 1990 when he had a cup of coffee for the Lions? Look, it's a long list, okay? We could only come up with four. Uh, John Ohm. Um, in Winnipeg says Jim Barker rocks. Please coach the Rough Riders next year. There were people that wrote in after your interview last week asking if you would consider uh, any role in the CFL coming back, and particularly Saskatchewan. And I didn't have time to ask you, so I'll ask you now. Well, Saskatchewan's where I started my career, and uh, yeah, I, I just always admired that whole market. That the people they love their. I mean, the fact that. And again, while it can be annoying, I mean, one of the things I like in Toronto is you can go places and, I mean, you go you go to the market in, in Saskatchewan and they're going to ask you why you put a guy on the neg list that you have no idea why they put him on the neg list. Brendan Tamman used to tell me stories 
about it. And I love that. I think that's just really exciting. You know, again, Saskatchewan, those guys are, they have their jobs and, and you know, who knows what's going to happen. I, I never say no to anything. Uh, I don't believe I want, I don't want to coach again. I, I do think that one of the things I love doing is getting the right people in place. I think that when you look back at my time in Calgary in 2005, when I went there, uh, you know, we turned, that's when they started their, their streak, their playoff streak was that year. We came off the 2004 year and they made me the GM. I had never done it. And uh, so I became the GM in 2005 and Tom Higgins was the coach. And John Frazzani gave me a wad of money and said, go down south and find us some players. And so I spent two years basically by myself learning to be a GM. I didn't coach and GM at the same time. So uh, again, do I, and then I, then when Huff came, we hired Huff in 2008, I moved up to being like a senior vice president. So, um, and then went to Toronto in, in 20, in 2010 as the coach and GM, which I really didn't want to do, but did it for a year or two years. And then, uh, turned it over to Scott and was the GM. Cause I just think it's too hard of a job to do both. And I think Dave Dickinson's seen a little of that. I just don't think you can be as good at either if you do that. So I, I never say no to anything. Um, it would have to be the right, the right deal with the right people. Um, people are what win. And that's the one thing I've learned in this business is people win. And if you get the right people and they're all pulling the cord the same way, which is not is a lot easier said than done in this business. You have a, a ton of egos that, I mean, that's including myself. You have a ton of egos that, that um, trying to find them and, and find a way to get everybody to, to buy into the same type of situation. Um, you know, I, to me, that, that's, the, that's the funnest thing that, that I've gotten to do in my in my career that those years in in Toronto when we had Chris Rossetti who's now the director of personnel with the Giants and Curtis Ruccavina who's with the Bills and Ted Govaya who's with you know those guys all came through and learned with me and we kind of grew together and uh that would that those were the funnest times we had great coaching staff Scott I met when he became the head coach and then you know that staff is you know O'Shea Orlando Steinauer uh, those guys, their first time ever coaching was was with me, and that those kind of things are are why I uh, you know now as I as I look at the thing, that's what I've loved the most. Um, I love doing what I'm doing on TSN now. I really do, and it would take something really really intriguing. But I I talk to anybody. That's uh, but again, I'm uh, not well, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, you're just answering the question. Ryan in New York says, uh, speaking of negotiation list, Tim Tebow was once on the Montreal Alouettes neg list. Mm -hmm. Oh, we'd have a all-star team of players that are on neg list that never stepped foot across the 49th parallel. Tebow would be one. When I talked to him in New York, I, I told him that I worked in the CFL. He could not have cared less, but whatever. He's a busy guy. Um, hey, you know, what's interesting, by the way, I've kind of got my football questions out of the way, other than if you have your eye on anything special right now. I'm just wondering what you enjoy the most about the media and what has opened your eyes about it that maybe you didn't expect in this role on the panel. Well, you know, I did it in 21, and I learned that year the preparation is a lot more than – I watch a lot more film this year. I want to know the players. Um, sometimes 
sometimes the guys on the panel, you know, because I talk a lot about the offensive linemen and the defensive linemen. And, you know, I love watching the roster things. Um, being able to share it with the fans is, you know, a view that maybe they wouldn't think about. Uh, you know, most of, well, all the people on the panel were former players. And, you know, my, my path was different. I was a coach, uh, assistant coach, a coordinator, a head coach, and then a, a GM, and then a vice vice president. So I've, I've kind of done all that. And so I have a view that's a little different. And to be able to give that to the fans, like I say, I'm in this league still because of these fans. I, I love the Canadian Football League. I love at the Grey Cup getting, being able to to mingle with the fans and and talk to them about different players and different things and different situations. And uh, so that's what I've enjoyed the most is I, I've taken a, a better approach to um, to preparation. I think that's what I lost a little bit in 21. And then trying to, the hardest thing for me is trying to be concise and get what I need to say out in 20 seconds or 30 seconds. And um, as you can tell from your show, I'm very long-winded. And, uh, you know, it, 10 minutes goes by really fast because I just have too much to say. And I have to learn how to, how to get better at, at taking this key thing that I think is really interesting. And maybe it's not interesting to others, but if it's interesting to a couple fans, that's great. Maybe about how a team has put together their roster or about how many Canadians are playing on defense. You know, when the Hamilton Tiger Cats, Scott Milanovic's second week there as the offensive coordinator, they played three Canadians on defense. Well, they had never done that in all the time Tommy Condell was there. They'd never played three on defense. Well, I found that to be fascinating. Now, maybe nobody else did, but uh, those are the kinds of things that I really get, get jazzed about is when I see things nobody else is really going to think about and think, you know what, there's somebody out there who might be interested in this kind of piece of trivia or uh, that type of thing. So getting wow. my view has been a lot of fun. But I am long We all get – well, here's one. When you find yourself repeating what you said, stop. Hopefully they've got you a, a good – they've given you a good coach. You know, I did that with Luke Mullinder, and I think he's fan, you know, turned into a fantastic color commentator with Saskatchewan. It, it doesn't take yeah, much, he does but it does take – yeah, and it does, it does take well, a little guidance, however. And then, Milt Stiegel hmm? and, and Matt Dunnigan and Davis Sanchez. I mean, I, and then Kate Burness has been gold for me. I mean, she's taught me how to be a pro and, and helped me with how I get things to be a little more concise. and. Um, you know, we'll just be talking in the green room. She says, oh, you need to talk about that. And see, I would never think about those kind of things. So she's been fantastic. So I'm surrounded. And then Jamie Rydell and, and Troy White, our two uh, producers, they, they just, they, they've kind of brought me along. And uh, like I say, I, I just, I love doing it. And it's, it's, been, it's been a blast. Yeah, well, you got some really... Really good people around you. Jim, I appreciate the time. Enjoy the football. We'll chat next week. Very good. Thanks, Rod. The CFL on TSN's Jim Barker. His appearances are presented by EMJ Marketing. They'll provide the perfect keynote speaker for your event, including Jim Barker. Look up Joe at emjmarketing.com.
for his full roster. We'll be back with a sports update and audience takeover the rest of the way. In hour two, Ricky Williams and Leo Ezrins, two guys whose names have never been used in the same sentence before, but they just were. Ricky Williams and Leo Ezrins in hour two. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Guys, Manscaped has done it again. This fall, the worldwide leader in men's below-the-waist grooming has come out with the Handyman Facial Razor. Like all their products, it's innovative and unique. It's compact and sleek, which makes it easy to fit into your shaving kit for road trips. Plus, it charges via USB. What'll they think of next? And right now, with the promo code VRPSHOW, you get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. That's promo code VRPSHOW. Make life easier and drive the ladies wild. Get to manscaped.com today. Getting after it on a football Friday. Hope you're enjoying it as much as we are. Gorgeous day here in South Florida. And how about those Panthers? Winning their fifth consecutive home opener. Sorry to rub it in, Clark. And Darren, what did, it, what did I win in the bet? 3-1 for the Cats. Oh, and uh, no. the, Vancouver, the Vancouver Canucks are the next victims on Saturday night at FLA Live Arena. Get some interesting stuff here. Did I mention Ricky Williams is coming up an hour or two? I've got a lot of thoughts on Ricky Williams. Yeah, I got a lot of thoughts on Ricky Williams an hour or two. If you have any questions, get them in now. Don't wait until we get in the middle of the interview when I'm not looking at my computer to ask your questions of one Ricky Williams. Please and thank you. Same goes for Leo Ezrins when he joins us as well. A sports update on this Friday. Christine Sinclair is retiring from international soccer at the end of the year. Canada's captain and the world's all-time leading scorer with 190 international goals says the time is right. The 48-year-old from Burn, sorry, the 40-year-old from Bernie BBC plans to play one more season with her club team in 2024, but we'll call it quits with Canada in December. The Calgary Flames visit the Columbus Blue Jackets in one of two games on the NHL schedule tonight. The Flames picked up their second win of the season last night with a 4-3 victory in Buffalo. Adam Ruzik has scored the winner. This is uh, Johnny Gaudreau meets the Flames. Does anybody care anymore? Also tonight, the undefeated New York Islanders host New Jersey. I think it's only 2-0, but still. The sports update is brought to you by Common Crown Brewing, the high-quality beer behind great conversation and unforgettable memories. Visit commoncrown.ca. And as they say on their website, the best beer is the one that's earned. Now, there's another story here, and I'm going to read it because it's football, and it's Football Friday. It's this, listen, not every day could we go three to four hours on this show, but this week we've had enough topics and content that we could do that. I'll read what they're saying from the Associated Press Wire here. The king of American sports wants to take over the world. 
The NFL's desire to become a global powerhouse is no secret. Growing the brand internationally which was a major theme brought up this week at the NFL's league meetings. It started with the official announcement that flag football will be a part of the 2028 Olympics in Los Angeles. That's a big victory for the NFL, which worked hard to grow the sport's popularity and push for its inclusion. The league has long viewed flag football as a catalyst for its international strategy. It's an inclusive sport that creates more opportunities to attract new fans through participation. Young flag football players across the world can now dream of representing their country in the Olympics. So more kids will come to know the NFL because of flag football. And the league is embracing the idea of allowing current NFL players or former players to participate in flag football in the Olympics. I'll believe it when I see it. Um, in a way, I read that and I cry. Because it, it reminds me of when I was brought in to Arizona by the owner to meet with their staff about growing the sport of hockey in the Arizona Valley. And I said, let's create a road hockey, a street hockey league with teams from all NHL teams. And uh, it didn't fly because the person in charge thought it was a bad idea. Let's just look ahead. I don't necessarily believe the NFL will allow its current players. That's what it says here. There's no way. But I tell you what, everybody's paying attention to what we're doing because my phone blew up this week with people saying, hey, I know that you have an involvement with flag football and USA football. Congratulations on the announcement. And I'll take this one step further. I had NHL people, they're probably watching right now, start texting me yesterday when we had the topic of should NFLers and CFLers be allowed to participate in flag football in the Olympics. And incidentally, the results of our poll, because that was the poll question yesterday, should they be allowed, was like 51-49. I can't remember who won, but it doesn't really matter. Yes or no. So this is going to be a lightning rod topic over the next few years. And actually, Darren does want to uh, address this when he joins us later on in hour two, because he's got thoughts. Of course he does. I'm firmly against pros playing in the Olympics. And the one NHL guy said, don't you want the best players there? And I said, like everything in life, it's a matter of perspective. I know the Team USA national team members personally called their games. Frankly, they've given a lifetime to the sport, and now they're going to be tapped on the shoulder and said, yeah, you're gone. Hoosh Doucette, star from Texas, who scored four touchdowns in the gold medal game against Mexico. The title of my book, I Was There. So it's only for that reason. If I didn't know these people, I wouldn't care. But I do. So I don't think the pros should be there. <laughs> He's just texting me. Yes, I'm listening right now. And if somebody, uh, somebody within our brain trust, which might be, I might be using that term loosely, said we need Serena on the air more. We need more female influence. And well, she was there doing the sidelines of those broadcasts. And uh, she's kind of in between. She could be convinced either way. But she interviewed the USA coach. And he said tackle football players and NFL players wouldn't be able to, wouldn't 
be successful playing this. For whatever reasons, I don't remember. We got to get him on. But he firmly believes it. So I guess we have tryouts and may the best players win. How about that? But Darren wants to get into, hey, if the NFL doesn't put their players in because of fear of injury, but the CFL, the dollars are far less. They don't care as much, and it would be a wonderful marketing vehicle. Who would those players be for Canada at the Olympics? That's the conversation I'm here for. So that'll come up throughout the course of this show. We'll be right back with full-on audience takeover. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Here we go, a fabulous football Friday, taking you into the weekend. Hope you've got big plans. I certainly do. I haven't looked into this too closely, but I believe we've got a high school football game to go to. Me and my guy, Chris Sanford. Man, I hope that what this show in episode 1104 today has never changed in this regard. We do want to be a distraction from a mundane life, if that describes yours, or the frenetic pace and troubles of the outside world. And I bring this up because Chris Sanford, you've heard me talk about him, my buddy from the Bronx, he's a military guy. He was in the Navy, as was his son Kyle, who I just met last Friday night. And this morning, rather than talk about sports, the way Chris says it, I just stood on the curb and listen to two military people talk about what's going on. Gaza, Israel, it ain't good. Newsflash. And I'm kind of just staying in my own little bubble over here to listen to two military people talk about this kind of scares the spit out of you. Um, So if it works out, point being, as I land the plane, Chris and I are going to go to a high school football game. It'll be a home game for me. Boca Community High School against the Cardinal Gibbons Chiefs. I believe that's on the schedule tonight, but it's been a little busy uh, for all of us. That's the plan. Got, we got them going here. Uh, thank you for the questions, by the way. Remind me of these, everybody. Uh, the questions for Ricky Williams coming up top of hour two. Nelson wants to know, Ricky, uh, did he underestimate the CFL when he came to Toronto? Ken Austin got fired over that, as I recall, 2006. Adam Rita was the head coach of the Argos. Ken Austin was the offensive coordinator. If I have this right, and you CFL people watching tell me if I have it wrong, but I believe Adam Rita wanted to run the ball. We got Ricky Williams, for God's sakes, run the ball. What's well, Ken Austin. He wants to throw the ball. And Ken was fired before Labor Day over a difference of opinion. Ha! Is he nodding his head? Ricky is logged in. The story I heard, Adam Rita wanted to run the ball. We got Ricky Williams, and Kent wanted to throw the ball. Kent lost, but it was, i.e. being fired. But we won because uh, we got Kent and Sask the next year and won a great cup. Regarding pros in the Olympics playing flag football, I'm sorry, but I'm against it. 
because of my personal relationship with USA Football and those athletes. But it's not going to, between now, it's not going to stop people talking about it. Between now and the next five years, who's going to represent? Somebody says, uh, Randy in Winnipeg writes in and says, will Tom Brady go for gold? The one notion I heard from Football Canada was they would allow guys that had retired from the CFL in the last five years to try out to play for Team Canada, not necessarily be anointed a spot, come to our camp. And if that's the case for USA, oh my God. Can you imagine Tom Brady in the Olympics quarterbacking the USA? In that case, maybe who should do set in the Team USA people? He's the guy I remember the most from broadcasting their games at the national championships last year. He might step aside for Tom Brady. Now this will be up to USA football and again, NFL owners, because I don't think they will uh, allow their players to play. Carlos in Indianapolis says, have the playoffs started for high school football down there? No, no. We've got about another month to go there, Carlos. How about you? My Cardinal Gibbons High School Chiefs have taken a significant tumble in the national rankings. I don't want to talk about it. But Miami Central is um, maybe the best in the country. Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, says Ricky only had two touchdowns that season. He was severely underutilized. That's why Kent was fired. 2006, and I remember it like it was yesterday. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Randolph in Toronto watching says, Ricky Williams' player was the top-rated player in the history of Madden gaming. He was a 99, as it should be. Third all-time leading rusher in college football history. Ricky Williams joins us after this brief pause on Game Plus TV and Key Radio. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.